Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Let's knock out a podcast for you. What do you say, Al Dukes? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. It's been a while since you and I have done a podcast. Oh, it's like four days. Oh, really? Not it feels that long like ago. It, was, uh, it feels like it was a week for some reason. No, it was last week. No, you told me, Jerry. I've, I I wrote down a couple of Miss notes. Information. Yeah, I have a couple notes here. I have uh, one that you said remind me about misinformation for the podcast. That's one of my notes. So yes. let's do that first, right. Jerry. So this is something we've discussed many times, but this morning I wanted to throw the computer in the trash. All right. So I got here, you know, I don't get in later, even if I'm hosting at six o'clock. I still got in maybe 15 minutes. I got here a quarter after four. Not bad. So I ran through the papers, did everything I had to do. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. It was only like five after five. So I'm like, ah, go to YouTube. I'm like, I got the YouTube premium. I love it. It's fantastic. I'll see what the suggestions are. And I got a million of these. Um, I've got, I get a lot of highlights that pop up and I get a lot of, Food things that pop up and a lot of inspirational people that pop up. That's pretty much and Nikki Glazer. That's your <laughs> that's right. pretty much what pops up. Your YouTube suggestions For that the they think yes. you're gonna love. And I wanted to take a screenshot of this and I forgot and I should have. And this is what was I had four in a row. And one was the first one was something I'm the headlines aren't exactly right, but there was something along the lines of why keto, why now? Okay, that's fair. Right next to that one was the truth about eggs and why they'll, why they'll, I forget what it was, but how, how horrible they are for your heart. Okay. Then the next one was um, the only diet that is healthy, carnivore. And then the other one was become a vegetarian. What? Yeah. They're, 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 they're all contradicting one. Well, they're not contradicting. They're all having opposing views. They're all trying to get you, Jerry, on their team. They I want you. Thought eggs were healthy. This guy's telling you eggs are going to make my heart explode. Right. This guy's saying keto is great. The other guy's saying don't do keto, do carnivore. Similar, not the same. 
This one's saying, forget meat, it's going to kill you, vegetarian. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, well, here's the thing. So I, I actually looked this up over the weekend. I went and got all my blood work done last October. Okay. So I'm going to go again this October. Now, I just go on my own. I don't have a doctor yeah. analyze it. You then pay for it. I pay for it through LabCorp, and then um, they send you the results, and they tell you where you fall in the results. So I have never had a cholesterol problem in my okay. life. But just before I went to get my blood work done is when I decided I'm eating eggs every day. Right, for lunch. For lunch. Yolks. Yeah. Three to four eggs every day, probably five days a week. And pounding the red meat. And I'm going to see. So it's a full year. It's been a full year of it. Let's see where my cholesterol is at because... Everyone had always told you that uh, eggs are bad for you for cholesterol. Meat is bad for you for cholesterol. And within the past year, year and a half, I've just I've been reading and believing the opposite. Yeah. So I'm going to find out. I also do believe, I could be wrong about this, and I've seen several people, quote-unquote experts, saying it too. It's not a one-size-fits-all. And I think that's where a lot of the problem, like, Someone that has so much success on a specific diet type of eating plan that works for them is not necessarily going to work for someone. Why? Else. I that think doesn't all, make any I, sense. No, I think it does. I think it does. I think we're a bit different body types, and your bodies have different needs. I, I do believe that. But your but but all of our bodies, there's nobody who has the body type that says have a lot of sugar. There's just no body not, type. I didn't say anything about sugar. No, I'm saying that, but there's also... There are certain things no one should have. I'm, I'm not arguing with that, but I think certain bodies process foods differently. I do think that, 100%. There's a, for some reason, my wife can have horrendous food, and I mean horrendous food, and I can eat relatively healthy, exercise a little bit, and nothing changes on me, and she remains rail thin. The bodies are processing the food differently. Not saying the food's good or bad. Yeah. It's processing food differently. She will eat a whole roll of Oreos at night. Three or four times a week. Her weight doesn't change. Her waistline is the same. She yeah. still wears the same size pants she wore in high school. If I do that, I'm putting twenty pounds on. So it's not a one it's not. But sugar's crap is crap. That's not what I'm saying. But your body processes food differently. I don't that to me is not arguable. When I'm living in a house with a woman who has a horrible diet and never gains a pound. Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me, except that different backgrounds. Yeah, it's also weird. Like, I, I want to uh, help the animals as much as everybody else. Me too. But your bot, the human body and the human teeth and the human jaws are made to eat we meat. We need meat. So eating fake meat is going completely against nature. Yeah, I don't want that either. Yeah, but I'm but saying, I, like, ve people who are vegans, most of them are eating a lot of fake food. Sure. They're not s subsiding on vegetables and fruit. Do you think that's something we'll learn in the next, thir if we're around, in the next 30? Because I feel like the vegan diet is relatively new. I mean, yeah. I don't, right? Would you agree with that? Yes. Do you think in 20 years from now we'll learn if that has made people healthier or that they die yes. younger? I, I think we too. will. Because there's a, there's a, and again, like we've, this is the, the thing that's tough is like, you could find anything online, but there are a ton of people who were hardcore vegans mm -hmm. that had a lot of health issues and went the opposite, started eating nonstop meat.
Oh, really? Yeah. But I'm sure you could find the opposite too. People were eating meat and were unhealthy and then they're like, I turned to vegan and I'm... It just, I'm trying to make sense of it and eating fake food doesn't seem to make sense. Like of all the diets and all that stuff, eating whole foods that occur naturally and, and aren't processed as much seems to be the best way to go. Yes. That makes sense. Processed me. food is crap. Right. Yeah. And the less ingredients something has, the better. But then that bothers me when I see that eggs are bad for you. Eat this. Don't eat that. Like, oh. Yeah, that's why I don't believe that anymore. Holy God. It's just, it's maddening. Yeah. That's all. So that's it. That was a misinformation. Yeah. It right up your alley, I feel. Oh, definitely. That's, yeah, you see that all the time. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, even in the people, you know, I had a lot of, you know, I, uh, for a long time, I was like, uh, oh, Bobby approved. Bobby approved. Uh, Bobby from Flav City is one of these ingredients people. But he, he himself is inconsistent in what he is telling you to eat. You could see in one video he's telling you not to eat this because it has one gram of added sugar per serving. And in another video he goes, and I'm okay with three grams of added huh. sugar. Well, which is it? That's like the uh, the whole Mike thing when Funhouse would put up posts of him saying one thing and then I never said that. Right. And then here's the video. Like, do you, are you even listening to yourself? Right. Yeah. Bizarre. It's very strange. Yep. Very strange. Now, you're also excited, Jerry, because uh, you bought yourself a new computer. I am excited. This is a laptop situation? Yes, correct. And you're excited because why? You you feel like, hey, I've got something new. Let's play around with this. Yeah, well, I mean, because, so I got this whole Adobe window, window, whatever the hell it's called, Adobe Pro, I don't know what it is, but this editing software. It's I, a monthly fee? Yes. Um, and so on my old laptop, which was, it's funny, my old laptop was phenomenal but i had it for eight years and never had a problem with it except that when i went to do video editing it was slow and it and then i learned through talking to the people in it here and even gallo that i only had uh four gigs of ram and i needed at least eight to do no yes i forget something like you that. needed more right i needed 16 i needed 16 i whatever it was i don't remember i'm getting confused you didn't have enough i had eight i needed 16 that's what it was so long story short i went and bought the extra eight to insert and i watched the youtube all these youtube videos have been really good i mean i kind of follow them and what i do works so i learned how to open the computer and when i opened the computer though the thing fell apart in my hands i like the wires were look like they were going to burn it looked like an old computer and it just went to crap. It was like, like disintegrating in your hands. Yes. I'm like, okay, laptop's gone. Anyway, so I have a new laptop that got delivered at uh, 4 o'clock this morning and was not stolen by a porch pirate. Kim got it for me on the porch. Um, and so I'm ready. I've got all these videos from the boys that I want to put together my own montages for them. I, I'm very excited to go start. Is it Adobe Premiere? Yes, a Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro, That's yeah. It. That's what it and is. And you think you can figure that out and, and get well, your I way around started, it? Well, I already started, so I I don't know what happened. I guess I, use, I don't know how this all works, but when I first started using it, I made three or four videos, and I watched a YouTube video, and I took notes, and I was doing it, and I would pause, and I was doing it with the video. So the more I did it, the more I got very comfortable with it. And I did like three videos, and then all of a sudden it got laggy, and it got slow. And as soon as I Googled it, it said, if you've got eight gigs or less, good luck. That's the bare minimum. No chance you're going to be able to continue to make videos. They said 16 is fine. I said, oh, great. 
I don't have 16. That's when I decided to buy the extra storage. Then one of the other things <clears throat> I heard you bring up uh, to, to um, uh, Mr. Flegelman here, you said, do you have a McAfee virus protection? Yeah. Which you paid for, and you said, hey, how do I transfer yeah. that? And it got me thinking, I have not had a virus protection on my computer. You in sure you don't have one, though? That 10 years. That has come with it? Yeah. And in fact, I will deinstall it if it comes with it. Oh, really? Because. See, I got mine, my last laptop. My last laptop before the one that just died was a laptop was doing great. And I didn't renew Norton, I think I had on it. And I would say within a month, man, something grabbed it. And that was it. I used to use Norton. Okay. And it was would it would slow down my computer. Hmm. And then I would try, like, if I uninstall it and try it, and the computer would move. I don't know what, like, it was, like, taking That's interesting. Just for, but, again, this is probably an old computer. Yeah. That was, like, the last time I had virus protection. Now I just do everything on my iPad. Could you do that? Well, you you can't use Adobe Premiere on an iPad, but you probably have to use, like, uh, so. iMovie or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I think you do much better editing on an actual computer like you're doing than using an iPad or things. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So another project to keep me busy. Yeah. But like I was paying Gallo. No, and he did a great job. But like I can't keep paying him every time I want to string together 15 highlights. It's stupid. Right. Learn how to do it myself and we're good to go now. I think that is a generational thing, like vi editing video. I think uh, people of my age, your age, it doesn't come naturally to us as much as it does for it some other people. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's different, but also there are a lot of similarities to editing audio, which I've been doing for 30 years. So the parts that are easy are easy. There are certain video things that I'm still trying to learn. Yeah, and uh, if you want to, like, graphics to pop up. Yes. And yeah, that's that's. But I learned, like, the transitions and the fade-outs and the roll to black. Like, I got that within a half hour. I was able to do that. I was able to dissolve between, instead of just running highlight into highlight, I was able to do the dissolve and in and out and the flap. And, like, it looked, it was going good. I'm like, I can do this. This is not bad at all. Yeah, there are people, like, that do, uh, like, social media stuff where they're influencers or whatever, and they pay people to do their editing because they don't oh, know how to do it. Yeah, I believe I believe it. I think if you can do both, like, you're a creative type, that can, I mean, then, then you're... You're but it might business. also take up a lot of time. It might take a lot of time to edit stuff. I have yes, no idea. I, I agree. And if it wasn't my kids' stuff that I was doing, I wouldn't do it. Because I could see, you know, I could see my wife and get off the damn computer. But I'm doing it for them. So in that case, it's, you know, it's yeah. great. It's not a problem. It's also funny. Like, I know the uh, digital guys who work here ran into this. I don't know if they're still running into it. But when you're somebody who's good at editing video... And when you're done with it, the final project looks amazing and it's got graphics and things are popping up and it, it's, it's not so. And then you give it to like, say somebody in sales here who wants it for a client yeah. and the, the video might be two minutes long. So it's only two minutes long. They don't know what goes into that. But they think it took two minutes. Yes. And it takes two hours. And I think that the guys that like, I know Tom Izzo who does the digital stuff yeah. here used to run into that because, yeah. like, if you want something to look really sharp and really good, it takes a, a good amount of time to, in the effort to put in to get that only a two-minute video. Yeah. I, even something which is not, it's off the beaten path, but it's still creating something. Like, even doing the calendar I do every year. 
So I started doing that last week. And even Matthew was like, he goes, just drop a couple of pictures in, put the quotes up and you're done. I'm like, I'm like, but it's not that simple. You want the fonts to be right. You want it's everything's got to be aligned properly. You want the quote to kind of work with the picture. And he's looking at me. I'm like, I don't do this in 15 minutes. Like it, it takes time until you're ready to actually purchase it and print a thousand, however many different than the video, but it is similar. People just think, I oh, just do this, this, and this, and it's done. No, no, it's not that simple. Yeah. I mean, it can be, but then it might look like crap or it might not work. Right. Same thing with the video. And what's funny too, like even like for people that have YouTube videos and YouTube channels, sometimes I love the really slick ones that look really great. Mm -hmm. And then other times I, and then I also find myself following people that do appear to do no editing. Yeah. You know, they're both kind of charming in their own way, but it has to be the right. Because it's theirs. Right. That, yeah. I guess that's it depends like, what they're doing. That's that guy I mentioned before, that guy Ralph the Baker out of Louisiana. Yeah. I think it, it's so basic. It's just he's standing there. It's like you, you, you can you can almost envision him being like, all right, I'm ready. Go. When <laughs> he's sitting there staring at the camera. And then he does his thing, and the cuts, they're just dry cuts, and then it's over. And it's like it's so nothing. Yeah. But he's got a million subscribers or and whatever And probably the people that follow him, if he started hiring somebody to slick, nah. to slick them up, people would be annoyed. I agree with that. You, you've you been successful. Yeah. Don't screw around with it. Right. Just be you. Yes. I, I agree. And then other things you want looking slick and super well, produced. But that was the Wayne's World um, plot, basically. You saw Wayne's World, right? Yeah. I don't remember Wayne's World it, was that basement garage type of public homemade, access right and then they sold out to the big company and they made it like well, what the hell is going on here with the sponsorships and it looks nice and that's exactly yeah what you're talking about that's what bothered me when david letterman went from nbc at 12 30 to cbs at 11 30 they slicked everything up and i was like what is this yeah it's not just the table and the chair and the interview and the audience yeah it's, it's like they all the bells and whistles. Yeah. Sometimes low-budget looking stuff is cool. Yeah. it's You know what it is? Because you can relate to it. Yeah, you can relate to it. You go, wow, this person's entertaining me without... Yeah. I mean, And then musical acts get that all the time. Somebody who's like a, an independent band, and they're putting their music out, and then a big label signs them, and all of a sudden it's super... You know, they hire a super producer and try to get a hit, and it changes things. Yep. That is true. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. Yep. I was thinking this over the weekend, that uh, where we're born, Jerry, really determines your life, right? Yes, we've talked about yeah, this, like, sure. Yeah, like where, because like, I was talking to Gina about something, and she goes, yeah, well, so-and-so, she's a West Coast person. I was like, yes, there is a difference between a West Coast person. Oh, absolutely. East Coast. South, North. South, North. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... Then one of the other things I was thinking about is, like, that's something you don't determine where you're born into right. and where you're living. But then you can determine where you want to move. Sure. But what goes into that? Like How much you care about your family? Like, so many different things, right? Yeah. So Your job? Yeah. I was thinking even, like, if your job's, if you're not included, let's say you retire and you mm -hmm. go, hey, where am I going to retire okay. to? How do you choose? Of there's so many places. So many. It's like picking a vacation. You got the whole world in your hands. Yes, you got to pick one place. Right. Yeah. This is your one vacation for the summer. Yeah. Right. And then a lot of people will go. Oh, we visited here on vacation. We fell in love mm -hmm. and we moved here. Mm -hmm. What about all the places you didn't go? Maybe that they. You... Maybe they're better. 
You could have a tour de fair. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I know. I know. It's just so hard to like try to figure out what what different factors, like if you were making a chart, like I'm going to retire and sure. move here. You're like, oh, like you said, okay, closeness to your what current would, right, What would be your first thing? Would it be, I would think how far your money stretches, I would think. Yeah. That's got to be a top five priority. Yeah, how far your money stretches, how far you are away from your the rest of your family. If you're close, yes. Yeah, if like I was talking close, to it wouldn't matter. Even Joe Beningo, the day he filled in for Boomer during sure. one of the commercials, I was talking to him about Florida. Yeah, where he we always thought he'd be by now. Yeah, so he was talking about that, and I said, oh, I said, do you ever think about Arizona? I said, I love Arizona. It's too far from here. Yeah, to come back. So like that's a factor in weather. You know what's funny though? It is and it's not. Like I was, I was actually talking to Kim about this the other day when we were in Wisconsin, when talking about. Uh, making flights. I, I said I hadn't seen my family in California in five years. Like, I'd like to go out there. I said, it doesn't always have to be for 10 days. Like, I'll go for a weekend. And she looked at me like I was nuts. I'm like, what? Like, I I understand it's five and a half hours of a flight out there. I, I understand. But I also know it's only four and a half coming back. You can take a flight at midnight and sleep. It's not a lot. I feel like we make it harder than it is sometimes rather than just, like, I'm sure Joe's like, oh, Florida, it's so easy. You can just hop on a plane. You're here in two hours, two hours, well, two and a half hours, and you're here. Okay, but if I go to Arizona, I can be back in four hours and 15 minutes. It's not that big of a difference. And the process is still the same with getting to the airport and everything. You're literally talking about a difference of three hours of being in the air. Right. Yeah, Think about was, that. Yeah. If it, if one involved not having to go to the airport and fly, well, and it was like a three-hour drive. You could drive from Florida That's if you wanted Florida. to do the 15. A lot of older people do do that, though. You could do the 15 hours, make it a couple of days because they don't want to get on the plane. It is drivable, but it's far. It is far. But we talk about it, Florida like, oh, yes, it's right down there. But it's, the others aren't that much farther. Right. One's 1,100 miles and the other's 1,900 miles. Okay. And you're right. The pain in the neck about flying is getting to the airport, dealing with security, getting your bags, what you're doing, whether you're going to San Francisco or Florida. Exactly. It's exactly where Arizona or anywhere that's in the continental United States. How much would weather determine where you want to live? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking about a retirement home, uh, I don't care if my money is worth double. I'm not moving to Minneapolis. I'm not moving... I wouldn't move to Massachusetts. I can stay where I am. Uh, the weather would be, if I was going to stay in this area to retire, it'd be down by the shore like you, to where at least I'm by the ocean when the weather is good for four months. Yeah. Um, but no, otherwise I would be looking for a warmer climate, even if it was a sim- something as simple as North Carolina. You know what I always see whenever, uh, every once in a while I'll Google like, Best cities to retire, not even okay. states. Yeah. And then they'll always, you know, the different money magazines and things will do their rundowns. And they always determine, like, how many, uh, like, what's the health care like in those areas? Sure, sure. Because old people, Jerry. Yeah. They got to go to hospital. Yeah, that is and true. And the doctors. I do think, because I've thought about this more and more as the days, weeks, months, and years pass. Um I don't necessarily ever see us moving away 100%, but I would like to buy something that we visit often, like an escape, even if it's a two-bedroom condo 
in West Palm, in uh, somewhere on the shores of North Carolina, South, wherever, even even a place in Arizona, where maybe once a month that's what we do to get away for a week. But we're still here around the kids and my family. Maybe it would be a re- like a retirement getaway as opposed to retirement living. I could see that. What about a uh, snowbird situation where you go? Uh, I could see that too. New Jersey yeah. and then somewhere warm yeah. in the winter. Depends on what I'm doing. Like I said, I probably plan to work till I die. I I don't ever envision myself just sitting around. Can't do it. Cannot do it. I play golf every day as long as my back holds up. But I can't be the type to wake up, have breakfast, go sit on the couch, watch the game show network, have lunch, watch a Netflix documentary, <laughs> have dinner, yeah, put channel two on lay down feeling like I had an accomplished day and then repeat it again and shoot me. Yeah. Like put me out to pasture at that point. That's not me. Can't do it. I need something. I got to do something. Right. You? Um, I think like my plan. I think more and more (laughs) you probably do need something. I think that sounds like a great idea for about two months into it. Then you'd be like, okay, now what am I doing? Yeah. Because otherwise, and, and this not doesn't need to be a quote, I, but otherwise, all, really all you're doing is marking the days off the calendar until it's over. Yeah. Like, what do you, where's the production? What's the accomplishment? What's the, uh, there's just nothing there. You're just going through the motions. What, like, what's the point then? What about getting really fit? Like, you get up in the morning, you have your breakfast. But that's productive. You go Right, that's what I say. Like, but... Like you retire and you become jacked. If that if, if that's your goal and that is now your objective is to be in the best shape of your life and you're going to spend, we always talk about athletes. They've got time to work out twice a day because their body is their career. That's great. I think you'd be able to lay down and feel very good about what you did. But there's got to be that element to it. It can't just be staring at a screen all day. Yeah, but unfortunately, we lose testosterone as we get older. I'll have to be jacked up, jacked up on testosterone, HGH. When you get clear. your blood levels back. Yeah. So this is something I've read a lot about, too. And it was sort of mentioned in that Balco documentary. You should find out where your body's deficient. Yes. Like what vitamins, like stop taking vitamins that your body, you don't need, and find out where you're deficient, and you might find your testosterone comes back. Ooh, baby. If you can balance out all your proper levels. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. Would you be able to read that? Like when you get a report, would it tell you that your vitamin D is low? I or believe right? so, yeah. It would. I believe okay. so. You have no zinc in your body? Yeah. <laughs> well, it says here you got no zinc. You need magnesium and vitamin D. Right. Yeah, I should look at what I did last year because I yeah. still have those reports. Well, and also you can compare and contrast oh, with a different yeah. diet. Absolutely, Jerry. With your body, what your blood looks like. I certainly will. Compare and contrast. That's it. All right, Jerry, let's do a warm-up show. We did that uh, this morning at 5. No, I, I no, did no. that with CeeLo. CeeLo. Uh, and I'll be back with CeeLo again tomorrow, then right. you for the post-game podcast. So. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry Recco is actually hosting today with Geo as Mr. Boomer sighs and takes uh, some summertime off. So I've got CeeLo with me this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Uh, good morning, not just today, but all week long, yes? Well, uh, Jerry hosting all week long. That's what I meant. Uh, I'll have you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's right. Then Mr. Peter Schwartz on Friday. Yes. I see Mike Flegelman's in there in for Eddie. He's back from his COVID uh, attack. (laughs) That COVID's back, I tell you. Listen, it's not like whacking people like it was. Whacking people? We're not... (laughs) Eyes up in arms. Interesting verb choice right out of the gate there, Al. But I'm saying a lot of people a lot of people are getting COVID. Is that now, right? Again, yeah. Is that because you got it? Now you feel like everyone's well, I, getting... I'm more conscious of it because okay. I did get it a couple of weeks uh, ago. Week, I guess it was yeah. um, the early July, week of July. All right. The end of June, early July. Okay. Yeah, that's what's happening. But like Fliegelman's back, like back in the day, he would have been, you know, on an, a respirator and we'd see him in three months. I mean, he's hopefully back, not. But. Here he's back on a on a Monday, <laughs> on a ready Monday. to go. Yeah, Eddie will be back from uh, Iceland tomorrow. That's gonna be some good stories there. He is returning this evening, I believe. Was it? I thought it was last night. Oh, maybe he was last actually night. considering. Yes, you're coming right. To work, you're right. But he was his flight was getting in. If it landed as scheduled at like one a.m. or something, right? Like that. He did consider yeah. Owen Point coming right you're to right. the. Yeah. This, All right, honey. I'll see you later. <laughs> this is a bad scene right now when uh, the control room's got multiple guys in it yeah, on cell phones. I agree. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why is Fleek's on his cell phone already? Something's here? not connecting. Not a good sign. Probably a TV situation. We'll get that all worked out in well, the next hour. Well, you and hour. I see ourselves here on the monitor, yeah. so that's a good sign. Oh, there yeah. they are. <laughs> All right, so the folks at CBS clearly hear us. Yeah, that's as good. As they're like, oh, they're talking about the guys on the other side of the glass. Let's show them on the, their camera. Okay, Tremendous. very good. Yep. I started watching last night another one of these on Netflix, these uh, untold series. It's okay. like uh, sports documentaries. All right. And this one is on the Balco steroid situation. Oh, you know, I looks pretty good. saw that come across when we were scrolling the other night, and I was like, oh, I guess I never saw this. This must be. I didn't realize that was a it's new a one. It's a new one. All right. Uh, I'm 30 minutes in. It's pretty good. It's this got, is a one and done or a series? Well, the the series is called Untold. No, I get that. But I'm, each episode is just one is topic, one episode. one episode. What are we looking at, like 90 minutes? I think it's like a 90-minute deal. That's I'm right in your 30, wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm 30 minutes. Oh, it'll take me three nights to watch it. I was going to say, you, you're 90 minutes is your max for movies, but you yeah. you got to do that in like three sittings. Yeah, three sittings. All right. But it's pretty good because uh, they've got the actual guy who was in charge of everything at Balco. What was his name? Mm, Conti. Okay. Victor Conti. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, he's pretty proud of himself, even in this documentary. <laughs> sure. What's funny is early on when he was talking about steroids and getting into steroids, here's this like skinny guy himself, Victor uh, Conti. And then it's, all of a sudden they 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 flash to one photo, where he, a black and white photo, where he's shirtless on a bed and he's jacked up. Of course up. <laughs> he is, yeah. Absolutely. Ah, he just, just did not look like a jacked up guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty good so far. Now, when you need three sittings, is that because after 30 minutes you're like bored and stir crazy or you fall asleep? No, I, I get sleepy because I, I put a lot of like right before I go to sleep. Right. So 
But I like those. And then, then this week, the ones coming out about the uh, the Gators, Florida Gators, during uh, the Tim Tebow era. Yes. With all those wild guys. Yes. Aaron Hernandez included. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, who was that head coach? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yes. Yeah. Remember when he was like having that girl grind on him in that Columbus bar? Correct. After a <laughs> Jaguars Bengals, I forget if it was Thursday. I think it was a Thursday night game. Yeah. Yeah, there was some there was some weird stuff going on there. For a sure. Wild scenes. I'm yeah, looking forward weird, to that one. Wild stuff. Looking yep. forward to that one too. Sure. Uh, we did uh, get word this weekend that Aaron Rodgers will show up in <sighs> in a Jet uniform for the game, a preseason game against the Giants coming up this weekend. I think this speaks more to where we're at with the baseball teams that that this is as newsworthy yeah. as it is. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm underselling that. Like I get it. He hasn't played in the preseason in, since what 2018. Yeah, but, we're gonna see him in a Jet uniform. Uh, Come on. Yeah, briefly, but like we were gonna see him in a Jet uniform a couple weeks after that anyway. Like, That's you know, true. He's gonna. He's expected to start every game this I season. I hope. So. So. You know, so like, I mean, what are we talking? Are you going to get a series or two? Yeah. All right, good. That's, I'm not saying we don't, it's not a big, like, I guess I am saying it's not a big deal, but yeah, the, I don't know. The it, Giants should give him a good hit just to let him know we're here too. Yeah, we're here in New York I, too. I, I don't know. Remember the year, it was a preseason game, Jets, Giants, and Eli came off the field with like a bloody face, like blood yeah. dripping down his head. Things happen Down near in these the games. goal line, he got jacked up. I forget which Jet did that, but yeah. Things happen. Sure. Mark Sanchez, of course, injury. Yeah, but that was, I mean, yes, you're, you're right. Well, that and it was also the second half of that game with, you know, scrub backups in there. Who were trying to make a name for himself. Well, I'm just saying, like, he wasn't, you know, Rodgers is presumably going to play behind some of their expected starters on the offensive line, I would think. I think that's part of the reason why he wants to play. They've had some issues in these joint practices, and they've got to settle this offensive line unit. So I would cook up a couple of snaps and series out there behind that starting O-line. I would uh, put Rodgers' starting O-line in, like, the fourth quarter. Rodgers in the starting O-line. Let's tear it up. Let's send a message. Let's get people uh, excited. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers versus the Giants backups. Come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll that we need that. to, you know, massage any Aaron Rodgers situation as far as the preseason performance. You know? Okay. No. So you're not for that? No, I don't. No, I don't think that's mm. necessary. But uh, look around the league: Patrick Mahomes played, Josh Allen played, Jimmy Garoppolo played. Now this was the second preseason game, not the third. But I don't know, man. I saw a stat from a Matt Barkley who played in that uh, Buffalo Bills game. He's the backup to yeah. uh, Josh Allen. He put the stat out? No, no. I, I saw a stat about, about him, him, which okay. was not good. Got it. Let me get that for you, see though. Yeah. You, All right, here that. it is. The Bills QB Matt Barkley throws three interceptions in 12 attempts. Wow. That was after Josh Allen. Yeah, against the Steelers. Do you happen to re- recall where Matt Barkley went to college? USC. Very good. No hesitation. No. Now, why does that are, stick in your head? Uh, a lot of, because the big-name draftees in yeah, the era that I was at WFAN, I, I remember. I think he went high. I know, Did but he? I feel like he was like a guy who was a known dude. Like, I know the college quarterbacks if they were big names. All right. And for some reason, uh, he was a fourth-round pick. Fourth round? Yeah. You're right. I shouldn't know his name. See, I think I want to say he followed Sanchez, if that's possible. Or was there, maybe there was someone in between. But that I'm sounds at, possible. He got drafted, and it said USC 09 to 12, and Sanchez's rookie year was 09. So, yeah, maybe. Okay, so he came I don't know after. if he started that very next season, but right in that window, yeah. That guy's been hanging around for years, yes, by the way. Yes, as mostly a backup. Matt yeah. Barkley, yeah. yeah. And probably he's, raking in the cash. He's bounced around. You ready? Yeah. Eagles, Cardinals, Bears, Niners, Cardinals, Bengals, Bills, Oof. 
Titans, Panthers, Falcons, Bills. Wow. Some of those are practice squad offseason only, but yeah. He's like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well trapped with significantly less playing time than Ryan Fitzpatrick. And cash, although good cash, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I did see that uh, Eagles fans want uh, Nick Foles back. Because well, Marcus Mariota like soiled himself the other night, yeah, yeah, in that preseason game wasn't great, yeah. Folk hero Nick Foles. I don't know, man. Nick Foles has done very little. That I think it was the next year after the Super Bowl where he had another. I don't know if it was a playoff win or some sort of big time, the similar thing. Not to the extent of going to the Super Bowl, but he really has not done anything since. What a, I, I, it did remind me though of Nick Foles, and what a cool story that was. Of course, it was. Well, that's why awesome. people still reference it. Right. You're like, oh yeah, let's just get Nick Foles back. We'll be fine. Like that guy will always have that. Absolutely. Like, were you a was he a great NFL quarterback? No. No. I, this is not a direct perfect comparison, but I put it in the same category as Aaron Boone's playing tenure with the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. Trade deadline acquisition and hit one of the more memorable home runs in recent memory. Now they didn't win the World Series that year, but at the time it kept the you know, the curse with the Red Sox alive. Walk-off home run game seven of the ALCS. I mean, for all the winning and legend that is Tom Brady, guy lost a lot of big games. I mean, if you're playing enough of them out, you're, you're going to lose a few. <laughs> That's like saying, yeah, Tiger Woods yeah, lost a lot of tournaments. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. No. No. But for Tom Brady, he was it was only him against another team. Like, a, a Tiger Woods was going up against the a, a whole bunch. Of- I understand, but like, Players, you uh, the, you have to appreciate not only the longevity of his career, but the amount of Super Bowls he went to. Yeah, yes, he did end up losing a few. I mean, Eli Manning beat yes. him twice. Well, that was Nick the fun. Foles that was the, that was the fun thing to, for a while was to say, "Up, oh, only Eli and the Giants." But then Nick, Nick Foles. Foles had to come along and ruin that out of nowhere. And the Falcons should have, but that's a whole nother. Story. So uh, the Eagles got to do something because Jalen Hurts. You know these running quarterbacks. I saw even Injury highlights. Prone. Yeah. I saw hi- highlights of uh, Daniel Jones this weekend. Yeah, didn't the guys running all over the place? Yeah, that well, don't was, work anymore. It was one run, and he pretty much got out of bounds. Zach Wilson, not so much, but that was a very impressive. Did you see Zach Wilson's I didn't. run? Okay, but very, very athletic. But he he took a hit. He tore. I won't say he took a hit, but he like, and I won't say he s- was seeking out contact. But rather than just going out of bounds, there was there was a. A shoulder to shoulder, pretty much at the end of that. He was run. looking to get hit. I don't know about looking to, but I think they would have preferred to see him just scoot out of bounds. That's what they say about Josh Allen. He wants to get popped early in the game. Let's go. Yeah, well, they've been working with him to stop that, to cut down on that. Yeah. But this Daniel Jones, I'm a, I love a, a pocket passer because this is a league where if your quarterback goes down, you suck. Yeah, I mean, and you got him, run, Daniel Jones, running all over the place. He wasn't running all over no, the but, place the other night, right? But yeah. Just seeing the one or two, yeah. I'm like, mm, I forgot the Giants do this with him all year round. Someone's yeah, gonna pop I, I think I think a lot of it last year was two things. One, some at times porous offensive line playing. Porous? You love to go that route about the offensive line. And number two, they weren't exactly a dynamic, explosive offense last year. So mm-hmm. using his legs and his athleticism became a big part of what they do. I, I think that as time goes on, the hope is that they can cut down on that. I saw various NFL people who look at film, like Dan Orlovsky. Uh-huh. They were like gushing over the Giants. Well, I mean, Panthers. He, he came out in the first drive. It was, and they went right down the field. He was eight out of nine passing and had the run. I mean, they they were mostly passing. They were looking smooth, very smooth, efficient touchdown. See you later. Take the rest of the night off. Put the old ball cap on. 
put the earpiece in. That's the perfect way to do it. Yeah. Put together a nice long drive, first drive, get out of the game. Very efficient. Feeling good about yourself. Mm -hmm. And then we go into the season. That's it. We'll see you week one. Uh, yesterday afternoon, in preparation for my uh, for the fall season, f- fall NFL season, I went through my calendar on my phone where I put all of my like very important things like dental appointments, uh-huh. that sort of thing, and I color coded all the Giants and Jets games to see where they land. Okay, you had to put that in your phone calendar. Yeah, I put it in my phone calendar mm-hmm. so I could glance at it. Okay. So if someone says, uh, "Did you want to talk to Mike Tyson to come in studio?" I can look at the date. I can glance and go, mm, nope, that's going to be right after Monday a big after, jet game. Yeah, no, can't do that. Can't do that. Okay. Uh, so it was interesting to see their schedules and and uh, where they fall, like the the 1 o'clock, not a lot of 1 o'clockers for yeah, these guys. Yeah, we've been the last five or six years. Yeah. They've both been playing at 1 quite a bit, which we had to get used to because that was never the case. Even when they were bad, they always would split them up. Yeah. And then the NFL realized, huh, that's New York market anyway. Who cares? Who cares? Right. They're not any good. They play at one o'clock. I color coded the Giants games red and I color coded the Jets games green. Now, why not blue for the Giants? Cause, cause Too the, dark? Well, no, the calendar defaults everything else to blue. So okay. I already have all my like, dental appointments right. and well, things. Well, red is fair. They do have red in there. They have there. red in there. Yeah. But then I was like, I got to. Giants Jets playing each other in one of the weeks. I was like, mm-hmm. what do I color code this? Giants, I believe, are the home team. Is that right? Or is it the other way around? Not sure. But I even then, I didn't. I was like, mm. so I color coded that a weird color so that I would look at it and go, wow, this is weird. It's oh, got to stand out. Yeah. Got it. These teams are playing each other. Giants are the home team. Giants are. Week eight, October 29th. That is a one o'clock game. Yeah, which was weird, which we said when we looked at the schedule. It was like, wow, this is. Well, we all were thinking, oh, Monday night, season opener, September 11th, got to be Jets-Giants. Yeah. And then it wasn't. It is not. No. It is the Jets, but not the Giants. The Jets are on a Monday night. Yeah. Week one, Buffalo Bills. Everyone's calling it a must-win, Sila. Right. As you said last week, 91% of betters are on the Bills. They are on the Bills. <laughs> That's right. By the way, on uh, Friday, we were really digging deep, conspiracy-style, into... Aaron Rodgers' Instagram post wherein he tagged um, David Bakhtiari. His left tackle, not center. Uh-huh. Correct. Yeah. His left tackle because we thought, ooh, he's throwing a little shade at the or putting the Jets' offensive line on notice because they stink. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Packers GM, Brian Gutenkunst, <laughs> came out and said, quote, first of all, we're not going to trade David Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Yeah. So that's off. Yeah, so I mean. The little fun we had on Friday is for naught. Yeah. I, I, it was fun to talk about it on Friday, yeah. but I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers had, does yield a lot of power, mm-hmm. but I don't think you can magically tell the Packers to get rid of a guy who's penciled in to start on their offensive Either starter line. And with a I new even quarterback. saw our old friend Bart Scott was like, David Bakhtiari should leave the Packers and come to the Jets. I'm like, it's <laughs> not his decision. <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> but... You know, as we see in the NBA and other things, he yeah, become a pain in the ass. But he doesn't I seem like suppose. a pain in the ass kind of guy. You know and he hasn't like, played a lot the last few years. He's right. had injuries. So, so I, who wants him? And I think Not he me. redid his contract. So I don't, I don't even think from a cap standpoint it would be all that appealing to the Packers. Um, and they're not exactly looking to go help Aaron Rodgers in the – like, I get it. He's got to play the 65% of the – but you, we heard – I played it a couple weeks ago. Mark Murphy, the Packers president, was like, we're praying for – 65, 66% of the snaps and, you know, like 4 and 13 or something like that. So that that first round pick is as high as possible. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Sure. As they should. Let's take a quick uh, break here, Silo. 
I have a lot of stuff. You make a, a lot, lot of, of errors. A lot of items. A lot of items. The I got a whole heavy Monday show sheet. Oh, yeah. Because a lot, here's what happens when I do these show sheets. I wake up Saturday morning and I have a coffee and I go through the sports news and I just, all I click is save article, save article, save mm-hmm. article. Then I wake up Sunday. I do the same thing. Shocker. Then From I. Routine? No. Al, of routine? The same thing every morning? No way. Then I take those articles and I create my show sheet. Yes. And then uh, I, I do it again on Sunday night. So there's like three drafts of this. Yeah. Thing, well, no, yes. Yeah, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday morning. Very nice. Look at that effort from you. So a lot of these things by Monday, some of the things that I look at, I go, oh, I probably could have deleted this. Dated. It's dated, yeah. Or some things get updated. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if a guy looks like he broke his neck uh, on a preseason game yeah. and didn't right. by Sunday night, Monday morning, oh, by, he flew back with the team. All good. Wipe that right off the list. All good. Uh, so let's get to some of those items. And then uh, Gio will be here at six with Jerry Recco. Yeah. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. I've got a new age girl. Tell us what she's like. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Who's this, Al? Uh, well, this has oh, uh, got an interesting name. Uh, this uh, new. Well, I'm not even sure I could say the name Sounds of this fan. Oh, okay. All right. This is a weird name. Weird wild stuff. All right. Dead Eye Dick is their name. Okay. It's a weird one. New Age Girl, though. Classic. A classic Sila. Was that in Dumb and Dumber? It was. That's it where was, people right? know it from. Okay, yeah. that's why it sounds familiar. But it was, <laughs> I believe it was out prior to Dumb and Dumber. But, but the I think same, they, not a different version. This not is the same, same version. group, same band. Okay. Yes, sir. Dead Eye Dick. Yes. Okay. Have you seen uh, pictures of Chavez Ravine where the Dodgers I play? saw one that seemed to be from the early stages of Hurricane, what, what's the name of the? Hill, Hillary. Hillary? Yeah. Coming, everyone's uh, making, making Hillary. Making, uh, what do they say? Uh, land. Landfall? Landfall. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, looks Thank all you. flooded. The aerial well, shot. It's a ravine. I mean. So. Why would they put a stadium in a ravine? It's actually, I mean, because they don't really get a lot of rain. It's oh. actually beautiful. Oh, okay. Kind of dropped in there. So but in yes- this case. So yesterday they yeah. got all this rain. Then I was on earthquake. I heard, I couldn't believe that. I thought that was made up. I was like, how, What? I mean, comes a hurricane and now you got a five point something earthquake. I think God's trying to crack that thing off from the United States. Is that right? Yeah, we always heard when we were kids. When I was when I was going to school in the eighties, we had heard at some point California was going to crack right off and just become an island, float away, float away. (laughs) Still still waiting on that to happen. Okay, still waiting on that to float away out towards Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you get everything out there in California: mudslides, earthquakes, flooding, fires, fires. Yeah. Looting, so not a great place to live. Not is a what great, you're getting at. not a great place. Well, right. there's things, there's things over here on this coast, not not so great either. You get um, t- terrible taxes. It's like it's a weird, like it's a beautifully a beautiful place seemingly to live, but sure. it's all you're dealing with a lot of stuff out there. Usually, there's you can find some negatives if you look hard enough. That's true. Or when you live out there, you know the positives become just taken for granted, right. and we focus on the negatives. Yes, that's true. Myself included. That is true. Here in this area. Uh, two men, CeeLo, uh, died in the Ironman competition in Ireland. Really? Yeah. A two? 40, two different, for two different incidents. A, a 40-year-old man and a 60-year-old man died. Each of them died during the swim portion. Oh, boy. 
in separate incidents. Now, I Googled the Ironman competition because I wanted to double-check what it actually was. It's a 2.4-mile swim, okay. which is very dangerous. A 112-mile bike ride. Dangerous based on like the, yeah, the water a, conditions, yeah. the, the currents, all yes. that. Yeah. Like when you go 2.4 miles, doesn't sound like if you're, oh, if you're swimming, that seems I mean, easy. For swimming, it's, it's, it's a pretty big number. It is, and it's in open water. You're not yeah. like in a pool. Right. So 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike ride. Then you do a full marathon. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Why would you ever want to do that? And I will tell you that I I do know some Ironman uh, athletes. Do you? Personally? Yeah. Uh, people who have run the Ironman, yeah. Wow. Or can you say run? What do you say? Uh, Done? Or, uh, competed Competed in? and completed, right. completed, completed the Ironman. Yeah. It's normally when you're going through something in your life. And okay. And you've got to get away from your own life. So what you do is you escape by training because you, you got to train yourself yeah, of course like an absolute train. maniac Kidding me yeah now you got to train for a marathon now you're adding a bike ride and a swim to yeah. it right. it is crazy that's why i wonder so i'm assuming both of these gentlemen drowned yeah wow drown i would would uh, what i really want to say when people tell me they're doing an iron man is what is your trauma right yeah tell me what's really going on here. what yeah, yeah. what happened uh-huh because nobody... In their right it, mind. Yeah, I mean, unless you've gone through trauma that you are trying to... Like, it's not like someone who's been through a divorce, you know... Um, loss of a loved one. Loss of yeah. a loved one's right. a very big one. Recovering addict of some sort, maybe. Recovering addict, mm-hmm. yes, right. And you turn in one obsession for another. Yes. Get refocused mm-hmm. on something positive. Yes. On Channel the positive energy. Right. Yeah. So that is wild stuff. But uh, yeah, having Jeez. two people uh, pass away from that is crazy. In separate, I mean, uh, in separate yeah, incidences. They're not drowning together. They were not, so. they did not drown together. Man. Yeah. No, but like, I understand 2.4 miles in the water is like a long, it's a lot of area to uh, police essentially. Yeah. But like, how do they not have somebody ready to step in and. There were no rescue efforts here? There were rescue efforts, but and I they guess weren't it's, able to... it's just hard if everyone's in one... It's kind of like when you see like a marathon or a bike race where, where one person goes down, then everyone just... It's like a domino effect. Is that what it is? Yeah, like so if I someone maybe goes the under... the issue is that they're all too spaced out. Once The longer you go, right, you're covering that many miles yeah. in all those different uh, ways that they're not going to be in packs. So like, you know, if Jim is here and Bob is here and they're... So far, it's like how many boats you can have in the water to potentially save somebody. Yeah, that I don't know. You're saying these incidents were because everyone was close together and they can... I'm making that up. All right. I I don't know. Okay. I'm just uh, going what I think happened. Understood. But it was one of these situations. I read about the first three paragraphs. Got it. I didn't really dig deep. I'm going to guess it was more what I was just saying. Too spaced out. Hard to account for everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many people were in this particular... Iron Man competition. This one was in Ireland. They do it all over the world. Well, yeah, I just mean the amount, like in this particular one. Are we talking 10 people? Are we talking 50? Are we talking 100? You know, it's more people to account for, obviously, yes. then. I know the main Iron Man, I think, is Kona, which I, I think is in Hawaii, maybe? Kona? Yeah, that sounds right. Let me Google like that. The beer. Where is Kona? Kona wave. Oh, all right. Good call. Where is Kona? De-de-de. Hawaii. Hawaii. There you go. They're having their own problems. Hawaii. Right. I mean, let's get into some better news, CeeLo. Is that, by the way, so my son played his first uh, football game yesterday. We went to uh, Asbury Park High School to play there, and we noticed all their flags were at half-mast. Yes. Is that, do we think that's the 
situation in Maui? Is it the... Like, I, know, I know in New Jersey they had um, a woman high up in politics, I guess a woman who's just under the governor. Oh, yeah. She governor passed Murphy's, away. She was like the actor. He was... Oh, yeah. He was... Uh, well, that was not like almost a month ago now, though? Mm, it was a couple weeks ago. All right. But so I don't know if so there's... just a Jersey thing, maybe? Yeah. I'm not sure why. They, right. But I noticed that myself uh, in Bradley Beach, yeah. that the, all the flags were that way. And that's hmm. what I thought it was from. But. Okay. Not That's sure exactly. Thank you. In uh, better news, CeeLo, during the Bucks Jets game, as the first half was winding down, a hot mic picked up Baba Booey, Baba Booey, <laughs> Howard Stern's penis, Baba Booey. <laughs> so it's still out there. People are still doing that all where these do years we think later. Hot mic, where though? It, it was picked up by, uh, I believe, uh, the TV station down in Tampa, WFLA, is the NBC affiliate. I believe there. Okay. Hot mics somehow on the, picked but up. But where hot mic? Where are the mics on the field? No. But I guess the guy was the guy must have been right down he like knew, in the first I'm row. Near or the hot yeah, mic. I'm near the hot mic. I mean, you get that on the golf a lot. They Guys still that do are, that. Oh yeah. On their backswing. Or maybe <laughs> we're not so much off on the backswing. Usually after the balls hit, if you talk, if you yell on the backswing, they're probably gonna throw you right throw out. You out. Of yeah. So yeah. on, on the contact, people yell, After the ball's in the air, yeah, because they know they've got the mics right there by the tee. There's the golfer. He's going to put this ball in play, and then all of a sudden you get the someone in the crowd, the gallery, yeah, or the patrons, as they say, down at Augusta National. Mm-hmm. I, don't know get- that, I don't know that Baba Booey gets out at the Masters, but... No, probably not. Yeah. May, I'm sure somewhere along the way it does. But it did get out. Bucks Jets. <laughs> okay. On the local Tampa feed. On the local WFLA I missed that. Affiliate. Very good. Yeah, I saw it. Awful announcing has the audio. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you grab it. Yeah, and I was going to say. Maybe like 8.30. You may have to grab that. Yep. 9.30 when mm-hmm. you're running out of stuff. Got a call. As soon as I sat down at my desk this morning, the phone started ringing in the newsroom, which oh, is yeah? never a good sign. No. And I was like, ugh. Oh. And I let it. I was like, maybe they'll just give up. And they did for about five seconds, and then it rang again. I'm like, great. This is going to, I got to pick this up. And the guy on the other end, who's apparently been listening to fan forever, mentioned, I guess Howie Rose told some great anecdotes during the last inning of yesterday's Mets Cardinals game. I've not had a chance to go back and listen to it, but I'm kind of intrigued now. Oh, so this guy he was thought this would be tip. something that was right up at, you know, Gio could do 20 minutes on this. You know, Al might even be interested. So right? I don't know if that's actually going to be the case, but. If, I'll try to give that a shot at some point. If you know the newsroom number, then you are a long-time listener. I would agree. Because yeah. that's how people would contact us. Yeah. It doesn't ring as often as it used to. No, thankfully. Like, yeah. when we were in Queens, would that thing just ring constantly? Yeah. Now, it was <laughs> I for different reasons. Now, it's usually, honestly, and I do not mean this in a demeaning way, but it's generally people um, who just want to know information that they otherwise should be able to gather and ascertain themselves just through using just google it i should have that drop ready but like hey uh who won the yankee game last night it's like well just just listen to the update at the top of the hour you get your answer you know yeah yeah oh well yeah if the person's really old i feel good about helping them sure sure it's endearing but i first will go you don't have a computer right and they say no no and i'll be like (laughs) all right And especially if they tell me they're like a Vietnam vet, I'm all oh, well, in sure. for helping them yeah. get a score. Yes, yes. Like, well, I'll help it's like you dealing out. with Beningo with his flip phone. Yeah. And text messages. Correct. You got to basically send the carrier pigeon to get in touch with the man. I decided to start being nicer to old people when my father got old. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start being nicer to old people. Sure. Gina pointed that out to me one time. It was actually a very touching moment. I saw a, uh, I was in down the Jersey Shore. I was trying to get a, this is back when I was still eating bagels. 
I just had one this morning. And I, <laughs> I was in line to get a bagel, and this really old fellow was in front of me. He didn't know what was going on. Sure. He was not prepared to order yet. Of course not. And I was like, this guy. Soup Nazi would have sent him packing quick. Oh, yeah. And uh, someone helped me, and then Gina and I sat down and me, and they go, and I couldn't stop looking at that guy. I was like, what, what is this guy what doing? What are we doing? Yeah. And Gina goes, you know, that could be your father. Right. To, I was yeah. like, wow. And that really hit me. Profound. Yeah, it was profound. So Couple I was of like, words, and she pummeled you right, yeah, she really smacked did. you right in the face. Figuratively, like, you know of course. I'm going to try to look out for old people. Because I'm getting there. I'll be there. Oh, someday it'll be you. About, it's I'm gonna be there. It could be your dad. It could be you. <laughs> I'm going to be there in about less than 20 years. Yeah. Oh, that's a glimpse. It's your future. Yeah. 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 I was like, and it was. I was like, wow, this is a guy who came by himself to the bagel store, <laughs> overwhelmed by all of the choices. Right. And I'm here rushing. I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> so it was a nice moment of clarity. Now that you don't need bagels, you don't have to wait online behind no. those folks anymore. But if someone calls me and goes, who won the <laughs> Met game? I'm like, hang on, young fella. Let me get that for you. Is that you. your like, uh, Grandpa Simpson voice yeah. there? That was, pretty, that was pretty good. It's more like when Craig used to do the yeah, old guy. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, That's my impression of Craig doing an impression uh -huh. of an old guy. Mm -hmm. CeeLo, when we get back, let's try to figure out what's going on with baseball in this oh, town. Oh, great. Remember when you asked me items? about a percentage yeah. chance for the Yankees yes. to make the playoffs? I, I have that. an update on that for Okay. You, you have an update? Yeah. But that was only last week, I yeah. believe. Yeah. When you were here. I and think then it was less than a week ago. Less yeah. than a week? Sometime last week. And then at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock, Gio will be here. Boomer's on vacation, so Mr. Jerry Recco will yeah. join him. Yeah. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the warm-up program. It's a Monday, and it's not pouring rain, so that's a good sign. I'm here, well, my name's Al, by the way. Hi, how oh, are hi, you? Al. I'm here with CeeLo. Jerry the weather over the weekend here. was wonderful. The weather? It was tremendous. Oh, uh, yeah, solid weather. Like, no clouds. Nice. Saturday, especially. Yeah, wasn't it was too hot. It was weird, too. It was like if you were an early riser and were outside for whatever reason, very cool out. Yeah. And then it would get very warm in the afternoon. Saturday, early Saturday had the fall crispness for oh, the first yeah. time. I know we're not there yet, but it was a little preview, a little glimpse, oh, which is my, was... my favorite. Love it. The fall? Oh, the, the crispness of fall. Yeah. yeah. Especially on a cloudless day. Tremendous. Yeah, but then you're like, oh my God, that means like we're, we're coming up to winter. It, it's not here anymore, though. Not till like January. It's not. December is mild into December now. It is. That's a good point. We didn't even get any snow last year. Knock on wood. That was Knock awesome. Wood. <laughs> that was awesome. We got I, no snow. My snowblower's on the fritz. It wasn't even mine. We moved into the house. The people that we bought the house when we're moving to North Carolina. So like, yeah, take it. We don't need it. We don't need no snowblower. And it's messed up. So and I've never gotten it fixed or serviced. And it's like I don't have a good place to store it except in the shed in my backyard. And then you got to drive it across the you know, the whole thing. And last year I kept I was like, Oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get screwed here. I'm gonna get and it never happened. No. We Which never got snow. We're due for a tough one probably then. But you know what sucks too? Like uh a lot of homeowners, I don't know if individual homeowners do this, but like condo owners and things, they you get a um um what do they call it? a contract with a snow removal company mm -hmm. and you pay it whether they come or not. Right, yeah. You Those, pay, yeah, yeah. Contract, were, yeah. 
living large on the hog or the pig or however that saying goes. It's a, ba- it's a baseball contract, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed not, not contract. Not an NFL contract. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> guaranteed contracts. So let's take a look at baseball here, CeeLo. A couple quick things. Just a quick recap. Uh, the Mets won three of four from the Cardinals. Yes. Uh, the Yankees were swept by the Red Sox. Never had a lead. In Never any, had a lead. In any Is that right? That's correct. Uh, now, I looked today. I was like, let me see what the wild card situation looks like. It's bleak. Uh, the the Mets are seven games back. Yeah. And the Yankees are nine. Correct. Now, the Yankees still have a better record, but that is has changed drastically over the course of the last week or so. Hmm. So I could see the Mets catching the Yankees and actually finishing with a better record when all said and done. So... Who has the more disappointing season, would you say? I mean, you still have to go with the Mets because of the payroll, the expectations, and the fact that they essentially sold off at the deadline. They're, you know, some of their main pieces that were supposed to be part of this playoff run. Now, I don't recall who said this, or I'd give them credit, but it was a baseball writer mm-hmm. on social media said something like, uh, well, who. who Who's in a better situation right now? Moving forward, you mean? Yeah, because they're like, the Mets were bad, a disappointing season, and got something in return for that. Yes, correct. The Yankees are bad. Everyone's doing something. We'll do nothing. And they're essentially the same team. Yes, Brian Cashman, post-trade deadline, we're in it to win it. Yeah. We got Cortez and Loisica coming back. I think they're like 5-13 and since then or something like that. Yeah. So while I think we had higher expectations for the Mets. Oh, they're definitely in better shape moving forward. They have more right, flexibility. Be, right. The Yankees have the Stanton contract. We've got the LeMayu contract. they got the Corte- the um, Rodon contract, which it's very early. Maybe he'll end up, he'll come back and have a bounce back year next year. You know, obviously Judge is locked up long term. I'm, you know, I don't think that's going to look bad for another couple of years. I'm sure I'm missing somebody. Donaldson will be gone. Severino's off the books unless they want to bring him back on the cheap. Um. Yeah, it's more so Stan Lemayhew, and we'll see about Rodon. Now Boone uh, hold held a, a meeting on Friday. Yeah, great. Telling his players, "quote This thing is not over." Yeah, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Is it over now? Would you say, Zelo? <laughs> it's been over for a while. Oh, it's been over. Yes. And I see Giancarlo Stanton was booed Saturday. Yeah, as he fell good. <laughs> below two hundred. Uh-huh. He's basically been right around average. that mark for most of the year. If you around look at two. It's been, yeah, like in the 190 to 210 range. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm going to check that out right now because I'm kind of curious myself. Yes. He was under 200 for a while. Yes. Yes. What is his problem? He's not any good. Oh, he's no good. That'll, that'll, that'll do it. <sighs> Let's see here. Because he, remember, he was out for a while, right? He, so he, he was. He came out of the gates fine. Like in April, he hit 271, four homers, 11 RBIs. OPS was all close right. to 900. So it was all good. And then April 15th, so a couple weeks into the season, he goes down. He didn't come back till June 2nd, so he missed uh, six, seven weeks. And then in the month of June, he hit 145. In the month of July, he hit 198. And in the month of August, he's hitting 200. So he was when he went on the IL on April 15th, or his last game, 269. 69! 69. 69! And let me see here. He comes back, and then on June 20th, he slipped below the 200 mark, and he was there until July 1st, and then I got 200, 205, 207. I'm looking at the AR. Okay, 213 was his high-water mark nice. on July 15th. 
213. 213. Has been his highest. Not of the season, but since average. like those first, essentially the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, we yeah. can't count that because uh, you don't have enough at bats yet. From the moment he went under 200, which was again June 20th, hmm. since that point, so that's what? Two months. Today's the 20, August yeah. 21st. 213 is his high watermark for bat. Now, again, I understand in this day and age, oh, we don't care about batting average. Great. I do. I care about batting average. So I think 750 is considered like an average OPS. He's at 715, and he's a power hitter. Right. You don't want that. No. Now, every time I feel like I watch uh, Mets highlights against Justin Turner... I watch Yankee highlights against Justin yeah. Turner when he was on the Dodgers. Now he's on the Red Sox. Yes. All he sees is this guy whacking the ball yeah. over the ballpark. Very, he's very good player. Why did the Mets get rid of this guy? Because he wasn't this player with the Mets. Now, you want to say that's Justin Turner made himself into something or the Mets didn't do it? There you go. Fleek says Sandy Alderson didn't like him. But you would that agree he was not performing at this level as a Met. Yes, Fleeks? Maybe he didn't get the amount of opportunity. He wasn't this, but he was better than the Mets gave him credit for. It was because Sandy personally did I not like I would agree him. with that. Yeah. Yeah, so I had Googled. I was like, let me look Just into Google this it. this yeah. morning. Let me I said, look well, into it. Well, you had happened? all kinds of time on your hands this I did because huh? uh, I was preparing for a slowdown at the tunnel, picking up the cone situation. Okay. So I got here earlier and than it didn't usual. Co- oh, okay. It didn't happen. So, yeah, I was like... I was going through my show sheet. I was like, let me look into some more of these stories I have on here. They non-tendered him, right, Fleeks? Yeah, didn't offer him a contract. <laughs> he, yes, I was like, well, he left for nothing. So when I initially Googled it, <laughs> believe it or not, the quotes came up from an interview with Carlin, Maggie, and Bart. How about that? Where Justin Turner was on, and he said he felt like he got yes. kicked off the Mets. Like, yeah, that was always his feel, yeah. Yeah, that they... But then he's like, then I had a chip on my shoulder, da, da, da. So there you go. They lit the fire. Right. Some thought he was lazy and not living up to his potential. He's lazy. He's lazy. Uh, and others think, well, maybe he just needed time to blossom. Anyway, anytime I see him now, it's like. Killing it. Guy's killing it. And I was like, this guy was on the Mets. He was on the Mets. He was. I'm trying to pull up his uh, career split. I can tell you what he does against both the Yankees and the Mets for his yeah, career it, here. Yeah. It seems like he's feasting on the Mets and the Yankees. Seems that way. It Let's does. see if it actually that is just that might, way. That just might be the highlights. Let's see. Me looking at highlights. 48 career games against the Mets. He is hitting 270, 10 homers. Yeah. 28 RBIs, 880 OPS. And against the Yankees in 28 games, 333, 6 homers, 23 RBI, 980 OPS. So, yes, he has yeah. performed well against both teams. Performing well. I don't like it one bit. Before we forget it, because I, I teased this before the break. Oh, yeah. What's that? Big, big tease. I got to pay it off. Last week, you asked me to put a percentage oh, yeah. on the Yankees making the playoffs. I said, what is the percentage? I think you the... said, would it be less or more than 10%? Yeah, I did. And I think over, I said under. way under. Yeah, yes. you said way under 10%. Now, they have lost every game since we had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> eight in a row, longest since 1995. Al. Is that right? 28 years. I was... Nine years old, going into fourth grade. When they last that. lost this many games. Eight games in a row. And that team went to the playoffs. Playoffs? 95, yeah. All right, so post-losing to the Red Sox on Sunday, according to fan graphs, so take that for what it's worth, Yankees' chances of making the playoffs, 0.5%. Wow. Less than one. A half of a percent. Half a percent. Full nine games out for yeah. the final wild card spot. Unbelievable. <sighs> That's not good. No. Now, what happened with Pete Alonzo on Friday night? He, uh, yeah. uh, 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 this dude on the Cardinals. Big prospect, makes his debut, yeah. 
And gets, he gets his a, first hit. Why did he throw it into the crowd, Pete Alonzo? I forget what his explanation was. Fleegs could probably help us out on that. Was He thought they were changing out the ball or something, right? <laughs> I just don't think he was fully paying attention. Right, <laughs> yeah. And then, so he apologized. Uh, profusely as he, after the game. Like, profusely. he just went on and on. and Which I, pre, you know, instead of, you know, giving the media a hard time about it, but it was like he was circling, I'm sorry, I feel bad, brain fart, just the same thing over and over and over again. But the other movie did seems a little pompous to me. He gave the guy a signed bat. What? I'd be like, what do I want this for? I don't know. Maybe honestly, if I'm if I'm trying to figure it out, yeah, they throw the ball into the crowd. Seemingly, like the Cardinals maybe could have went and found that person. Hey, can we get the ball back? Like, it's not like you know, it's a rookie. It's his first hit. Yeah, it's not. It's how much could it be worth? Right. Right. Maybe he figures I'll give him a sign bat. Maybe they can make a trade. Oh, I see. You know, I, I don't. Maybe. Maybe it was a Met fan that Actually, got the ball. They, I don't know the answer. to I that. I believe it was a female Met fan. Okay, who well there you the go. Ball. So maybe he figured, let me sign this bat, and if the Cardinals want to try and make a deal with this this lady, gal, young gal, whatever. Oh, Fleeks thinks she has a car had a Cardinals hat on. Oh, then never mind. <laughs> but yeah, they did get the ball back. But then, oh, they did. Okay. Yes. All right. They now owe her season tickets for life. Oh, maybe he felt, hey, you know, if he wants to sell this, make a couple hundred bucks, you know, it's the least I can do. Maybe. And I also had read in one of the articles that he wrote a message, I think, on the bat to the the young. So seemingly, rookie. he tried to do another everything apology. that he could. He felt bad. He did. I mean, I know some people were saying. Didn't they have, they had what, like a, they had, it wasn't a brawl last year, but they had a benches clearing incident with the Cardinals. Is that right? And I think Alonzo was involved with that. And I saw some people saying like, oh, it's getting his revenge. I don't, I don't no. think it was that. Right. He was This not, rookie had nothing to do with that. Correct. You know? no. Pete would not be thinking that. I don't think so. No. I think he just, he don't effed up a little bit. Yeah. Happens. And when they showed him in the dugout too, after they realized what he did, he looked Yeah. Probably very felt sorry. awful. He certainly sounded it after the game. Lots of apologies, you say, you're yes. saying, over and over and over again. Speaking of Pete, I got to get, of course, it's not in our system, but I heard it last night. I'll find it from the Raw. Part of an extended Buck Showalter answer on, eh, Alonzo's quietly, you know, he's putting 39 home runs down. He's have another 40 home run season. I think he took a little subtle, maybe not so subtle, jab at Sal. Because, you know, Sal had oh, the big right? thing solo, oh, whatever, excellent. about Alonzo. And about him in the clubhouse and everything. Yeah. And he's the problem or whatever. So we'll have to. Oh, good. We'll have to grab that. All right. Yeah. Uh, quick break here. Then uh, Gio and Jerry Recco. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, another moment of so before Gio and Jerry Recco will be here. I'm here with CeeLo this morning. We talked about uh, Los Angeles and California. Not only are they getting uh, flooded, not only are they getting earthquakes yeah. and mudslides and oh, what else is go going rob stores and no, there's no problems. Dodger player houses. Yeah. Yes, oh, Dodger sorry. player houses, CeeLo, getting burglarized, I guess, during games. Eh, they're not there, right? Yeah, they know they're not there. They hit up Freddie Freeman's house, Max Muncy's house. Guys got to hire round the clock security. Yes, they do. Jeez, I'm sure they have security systems, but obviously I not getting so. the job done. Well, they just yeah. all you got to do is just wear like all black and a ski mask and just be like the the classic robber yeah, uniform. Yeah, it's that simple. I'm saying, how's the camera gonna not gonna pick you, pick you up? Neighbors aren't gonna see you. Okay, I but like they're I'd... tripping an alarm at some point, no? Oh, then you got to go in and get stuff. You do have to go in and get stuff. I guess it's a quick smash and grab. What do you think they're looking for? Just like I, jewelry? 
anything of value, sell it. Back like in the 80s when people would rob houses, they'd steal your TVs. Yeah. Now, no. Someone stole too, my... Well, you're too big. It's 60-inch <laughs> flat screen. And they don't cost anything or anymore. More than that. 80, yeah, right. That's true right? as well. Yeah. They, they used to steal televisions and your stereo system yes out of the cars remember my my dad they had a my dad had a honda with the removable radio yes. you take it with you in the bag i had the removable radio wfan fm wfan fm hd1 new york always live on the free odyssey app